it's Chris Wenzelkin, and this is On the Line, the NBA Finals Playoff Podcast. It's here, folks. Let's do this. Thanks for tuning in. If you're new to the show, you can tweet at me at onthelinepod. underscore pod. Find me on Instagram. Check out previous episodes on our website, onthelinepodcast.com. Hop into a deep dive of draft. It's all up there. Last, if you could rate, review, subscribe to the show in Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get podcasts, I greatly appreciate it. All right, on the show today, we are talking with Ben Craw about the Warriors and the Raptors. Here it is, folks. This is our NBA Finals preview. I had this idea. I'll explain it on the pod. Um, Ben and I were talking about endorsing one team or another, trying to give the audience of On the Line someone to rally and get behind. So here it is. The, the endorsement, the editorial board endorsement for the NBA Finals with the one, the only, Ben Craw. All right, on the line, my co-host for the 2019 NBA playoff run, a mm. Golden State Warrior fan, a Dub Nation's very mm-hmm. own Ben Craw. He's back. BC, how are you feeling? The NBA playoffs, uh, the NBA finals begin tonight, Thursday night. How is everything? On we your have made it. We've made yes. it. Here we are. We're here. Fucking Raptors versus fucking Warriors. Yep. At Scotiabank uh, Arena tonight. And uh, boy, what oh boy. a breath of fresh air. Anything yes. could happen, it feels Anything like, right? Happen. It yeah, feels man. like a completely new sport than the one that we've been watching for the past four years. Yes. It's I, incredible. Uh, I can't believe we're here. I can't believe we're here with the Raptors. I can't believe we're here with the Raptors and Kawhi Leonard. I can't the fucking believe Raptors. This is the same team. This is fucking the Vince Carter's Raptors. Damon Stoudemire's Damon Raptors. Damon Stoudemire's Raptors. I'm talking about Mighty Mouse. This I'm talking Butch, about... Butch Casey Raptors. This is... I'm this talking is, about Sean Respert. Remember oh him? man. Oh, God. <laughs> For wow. Michigan State. Yes. Jesus. Top lottery draft pick. Yeah. Wow. 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 Um, yep. Yeah. This this team is in the finals. It's still my, it's just blowing my mind. I yes. still can't quite get over it. Yeah, man. I mean, we got to tip our hat, I feel, real quick at the top here to Masai Jerry, who obviously swung Dude. a huge trade in the offseason acquiring Kawhi Leonard. They call him the gambler. Um, acquiring Ka- uh, Kawhi Leonard and Danny Green for Yaka Pirtle and DeMar DeRozan. Mm-hmm. And it could not have worked out better for the Raptors. Um, you know, they, they went all in, and it, it, I think that the trade has totally paid off. You know, whatever yeah, happens the man, in the offseason. Um, he the, shot the his shot, and, yep. and he fucking nailed it. Like, That's it's right. just, it's crazy. Like That's right. I mean, to, to like, to... to have the foresight to be like, yeah, the guy played nine games all of last season, but I actually have a memory that is strong enough to remember like the season before that, um, and realize that he's, you know, one of the top three players possibly in the NBA and be like, yeah, I'm going to, I want that guy on my team. Mm-hmm. Um, and then to manage his, I mean, everything, the whole season was geared around managing him, keeping him happy, keeping him healthy, and they, it's like they just, at every possible turn, they just made the right move. They just yes. did things correctly. And it's all coming. Like, all of the fruits of their labor are... They managed are, the whole thing perfectly, man. Yeah. Like, they didn't... 
they didn't listen to fantasy basketball players like you and I who are frustrated with Kawhi <laughs> only playing 40% of the games. Yeah, shouts, shout, sh- shouts to our uh, beloved yeah. uh, and, and trusted commissioner, Billy Scafiri, who yes. drafted Kawhi Leonard oh, with, I believe, the eighth pick uh, in, in uh, this past season's draft. Um, you know, it could have it gone great. Um, it should have. It really should have. should have. But um, but Masai and the, the Raptors had other plans. They had other yeah. plans. They were going to manage this guy's minutes, and uh, it worked out perfectly because the guy has been just nothing short of invincible through these NBA playoffs. Um, yeah, I mean, we mentioned it on the previous episode, but he's now like placed himself yeah. into the very very top uh, echelon of yeah. the NBA. Like not upper, like the top level. It's yes. like him, LeBron. Kevin Durant, yes. like that's about it. Yes, yes, yes. Um, ben, we I, I had an idea that uh, I mentioned to you that we're gonna we're gonna break down here on the pod in just a sec, mm-hmm. um, and that is um, you know traditionally like newspapers during a political season during like presidential elections, a editorial board at a newspaper will give an endorsement for a particular sure. candidate. They'll take, offer their endorsement. Uh, yeah, yeah. They'll, they'll take a series of issues and kind of weigh the pros and the cons of both sides, how both candidates, where both candidates fall on the issues, and they'll make an endorsement based on a series of criteria. So right. we're going to do that. We're going to do yeah. that with the Raptors and the Warriors. But before we get there, I wanted to ask you about... We've been having an ongoing conversation, I feel like, privately texting about Kevin Durant the last week or so. Yeah, we have to... I don't even want to say it, but we have to talk about Kevin. I think we need to talk about Kevin. And yeah. and we need to talk about Kevin in relation to your favorite team, the Golden State Warriors. And Correct. Current so favorite team of the, all time. The, uh, the finals begin Thursday night. Uh, we, full disclosure, uh, we are recording this a few days earlier, so we don't totally know when Kevin Durant will be returning to the NBA Finals. Uh, I think it's safe to say at this point he's not going to be playing in Game 1. Won't we be know ready that. for Game 1, right? Okay. Yeah. So with that being said, Ben, I wanted to ask you about Kevin, about your favorite team, the Warriors, who are having so much fun. You've talked at length about how much you enjoy watching these Warriors have fun. Best team ever, around. man. The, best team ever. They're the best team ever in your estimation. Yeah, you gotta watch his you gotta watch these guys play. So you just gotta you gotta check them out. Ben, my question for you is what is the most fun scenario for reintegrating Kevin Durant back into your favorite team, back into your favorite lineup with the Golden State Warriors? Is it having him come off the bench? Would you uh, would you even allow him to play if he if he begs on his knees and says please 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 I, I want to play with these guys it looks like so much fun would you allow him to do it um, how would you approach how would you handle Kevin Durant integrating Kevin Durant back into the Warriors lineup Well, Chris, to be honest, my head is all over the place right now um, because I like so oh, wow. a few days a few days ago. Oh, wow. um, we we joked uh, on on a text thread that it would be that that like the the answer to this question a few days ago was it would be the funniest and the most uh, I don't know like apropos like apropos and also just like kind of like whatever like delightful and ridiculous for uh, the Warriors to win the first three games of the series yes um, 
and then have a, a huge lead <laughs> in the fourth quarter <laughs> of game four. Uh-huh. And um, and Kevin, which uh, uh, Kevin Durant has not played in any of yet uh, of the series. And then in the fourth quarter to bring him in in garbage time. Allow him to check in. <laughs> as a ceremonial, you know, like victory, like human victory cigar. Yeah. Um, you know, like call his name, have him, you know, tear up the warm-ups. Sure. Uh, now, it's very important in the game four because the um, both the Bucks and the Raptors, in fact, had a better record than the Warriors in the regular season. Game four will be in Golden State. Mm. Um, so he'll have the home crowd, uh, you know, I, I would assume, you know, chanting, we want Kevin, we want Kevin. Um, know, you know, Ben. I mean, many of these fans are like <laughs> you. They they prefer the fun warriors. <laughs> Maybe. No, I mean, I think by by the fourth quarter of game four, you know what they'll do? You know, assuming it's a blowout. In, they'll pump in audio of like a fabricated <laughs> chant, we want Kevin, but it will just be like, a, it'll be a synthesizer. It won't be actual humans. <laughs> no actual human fan in the That's arena right. will be chanting that. That's right. Um, um, but uh, nevertheless, Steve Kerr will, you know, look down to the very end of the bench, see Kevin with his little hood on, point at him, um, and and say, you know what, you're in, little, big man, you're up. Yeah, um, <laughs> we need you, big man. Yeah, put it, exactly. Put, us, put like, us on your back. Yeah, this is this is your time. Take us to the um, promised land. Yeah, and he'll tear off his warm ups and uh, <laughs> you know rub his hands together and sure and uh, and and hop in there. And you know what, like. Probably he'll, you know, he'll be ice cold. He'll, obviously, he hasn't been playing for the past, you know, month yeah. or so. Uh, he'll probably come in and miss his first shot. Yes. But then, you know what? He'll have a teammate there. Someone like, I don't know, maybe like Alfonso McKinney. That's um, right. Or, or perhaps Jerebko. perhaps Jonas Jerebko or a Quinn Cook. Yes. But, you know, he'll come, they'll, they'll come to Kevin's side. They'll throw their arm around him and they'll say, big fella, We've all been there. It's okay. We all yeah. miss shots. Yeah, you'll get him. You'll get him next time. And you know what? He'll get a little shoulder rub, a la Drake yeah. with the dork. yeah. Maybe yep. maybe maybe Jordan Bell will come over, give yep. him a little noogie, yep. like an older brother, sure. and be like, "Hey, don't worry about it. I've missed shots." Um, and then you know what? I think uh, I think you know two or three more trips down the floor. Yep. Uh, he'll you know maybe the the the, the ball will be thrown in into the post, uh, perhaps to Andrew Bogut. Uh, they'll collapse on him. He'll kick it out. Durant will be wide open for a three. He'll let it fly. It'll hang in the air. The crowd will, by now, have gone home. There, will, there will be no one left in the arena to actually witness this. Um, but that thing will sink through the net, baby. And uh, and Kevin will will say, Ah, I still got it. <laughs> he desperately wants to play, right? He desperately he desperately wants to feel part of this team. I mean, yeah. Squad. All right. So we should talk seriously now about how we feel, um, because that that obviously is a, a fantasy scenario sure. that we that I concocted, um, which would be which would be very funny. Uh, but so since that, like a few days ago, I now am not so. All right. Wow. I guess we should back up. So. My, my, my. <laughs> How things have changed, Ben Gross, since we last talked. No, so we, obviously we love the new Warriors, right? Okay. I do, but you do too. I'm um, listening. And by yep. the new Warriors, we mean the old Warriors. Sure. Um, we don't want Kevin to, to return to this team. And ruin they're, everything. Yeah. They're potentially better and inarguably more fun more to fun. watch without him. Um, but, but, so a few things have happened. So... At first, I was like, oh, the best case scenario is uh, he just doesn't play for this team again, and the Warriors uh, continue their 
five-game winning streak now without him and and sweep the finals and just become champions and everyone can be like oh look at that they never needed him all along it's the best team in history steph curry and draymond green get all the credit and clay thompson get all the credit and praise that they um rightfully deserve um and then you know durant does his thing and leaves anyway uh since that um kind of scenario was unfolding in my mind however uh the toronto raptors came along and kind of stole my heart a little bit. God, um, I can't say I'm surprised in right? the least. Right? So now I don't really know what I want. My I, God. <laughs> I mean, t- like, tell me like, if you have this figured any better than I do, but I don't want to see the Raptors get swept. I don't even yeah. know if I want to see them lose. I actually, like, I think it would be one of the great stories in NBA history if Kawhi Leonard brought the, you know, sort of forgotten stepsister of the NBA, the Front Raptors, a championship, like that is one of that's the, just ma- that's a magical uh, notion to me. One of the but at the same time, one of the underrated stories of this NBA season and this NBA podcast is the fickle nature with which you oh God, flap my heart. in the wind. <laughs> Your heart is a, a for sale on a weekly basis. Yeah, my like, heart is basically one of those, um, like, you know, like the, the wind guys, like the, yes, the, like yes, the, the big yes. blow-up wind guy in, the, in front flat, of the car dealership. In front of the car dealership, yeah. Yeah, um, I'm fucking all over the place. Love um, we love that about I you. can't even keep my... my like takes straight from from like day to day um so good. So good. i but i don't know i don't know well, what listen, i want man, I, this is the perfect moment then to transition into the next portion of the podcast our, our which endorsement is, which is the endorsement because it yeah. sounds like frankly and i think this is the perfect way to do this it sounds like we don't even know who we want to endorse <laughs> yeah so i'm gonna me, have to let you take the floor now and yeah and let me ask you i want i want off. your opinion here about how we, in terms of methodology, how we go about this. So for the audience at home, Ben and I have come up with a handful of categories that we're going to talk about as mm-hmm. it relates to the Raptors and the Warriors. But I mean, my, much like a political candidate, yeah. you know, you talk about foreign policy, yeah, yeah, you talk yeah, about yeah, domestic yeah. policy, so you let's talk say, about... You know. Let's say we have seven or nine different categories. Mm-hmm. Ben, my question to you is, if, uh, I don't know, if the Warriors, if we determine that the Warriors win five of those categories and the Raptors only win four, does that mean the score of five to four, uh, you know, the Warriors win our endorsement or are some of these categories, do we feel they, they should be weighed? I was secret? literally just going to say certain categories need to be weighted okay. um, Great. As, so as more important, but we don't know be, the, the mathematical formula like yet, a, do we? This, this will be like a guidepost for yeah. our final determination. So hopefully I by think the we'll end know the by pod, the end, yeah. you know, which way we're leaning. Hopefully by the end of the pod, we come up with a, with a sound endorsement. So, yeah. but I also do hope that as we speak, you like keep track and keep notes um, oh, I will. so that we can actually tally the, the categories yes. at the end. Yes, yeah. I will. All right. Very so good. let's begin uh, the categories that I have defined that I want to talk about uh, in terms of our endorsement. When we consider who the OTL, the on the line fan base audience should be rooting for in the NBA finals. Man, I mean, Warriors this, is, the this is this is huge, by I the mean, way. This, this is endorsement major. carries. Yeah. Uh, I mean, and by the way, this wh- is, whoever wins this thing, what a what a what a what a get. What, what, an, what a huge victory. What an endorsement. This is our first endorsement then. It is. And, yeah. and this this I mean, this will this will carry weight. So the categories I've defined are um, I want to talk about the mascot. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I want to talk about the crowd and fan base, looking at mm-hmm. the Warriors and the Raptors fan base. I want to talk Inclu- about... Including famous fans? That That's a whole separate category. Oh, separate category. Okay. Separate category. I want to talk about jerseys. I want mm-hmm. to talk about the cities. Okay? I want to talk about the of vibe of the city, the culture of the city, how we like being in that city. I want to talk about the coaches, the dork mm-hmm. versus Kerr. I want to talk mm-hmm. about a celebrity fan, like a signature celebrity fan. Mm. I want to talk about the benches for both teams, the bench mobs, right? Then I mm-hmm. want to talk about the marquee star franchise player for the Raptors mm. and for the Warriors. And oh, lastly, man. I want to talk about the historical stakes, what it would mean for the Warriors to win this championship and what it would mean for the Raptors <sighs> to win this championship. Jesus, this is yeah. not going to be easy. So let's start at the top with the mascot debate i am keeping a close eye on the watch the time um so let's begin with with the mascot so on the one hand we have the raptor and on the other side of the aisle we have the uh a a not available so um, we have a a null set yes so the 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 (laughs) golden state warriors do not have a mascot the they last had a mascot 10 years ago um, it was a mascot named uh, Thunder. And right. And I mean, I don't even know how we would describe this guy. I, I mean, suffice it to say, this mascot was discontinued yes. because he was such a fucking, like, weirdo. Like, zero. Not even a zero. He was a negative, obviously. Yeah. Like, the, no, they were like, oh, sure, we'll keep him around. They were like, no, 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 we need to actively. Like discontinue this mascot. He just looked um, like a blue, like roided up. Uh, yeah, guy. he had like a muscle suit. Yeah, and, and he was then, just like in a muscle suit with like the old school Monta Ellis, like the orange Monta Ellis. Yeah, that shitty jerseys. Monta Ellis uh, era yeah. jersey. Yeah, which no one liked, and yeah, should should be forgotten so by history. I, I yeah. think you know, for purposes of time, for me, this is pretty much a slam dunk. I don't know how we say otherwise like i'm all in on the raptor here I think oh it's it, obviously the raptor it's yeah. a tremendous a tremendous and it's, not, and, it, and it's not by it's not by default the raptor would would win most any yes. mascot battle the raptor's incredible um obviously one of my favorite gifts of all time is the raptor on roller skates face planting have you seen this oh, um no. oh gosh it's like probably like 15 years old um i'll have to send it to you but uh, yeah, it's incredible. Like the Raptor is like on roller skates, like kind of like going down the steps or something like that, and then has like a, a, a an, like a cartoon like, oh, I'm slipping, I'm slipping, I'm slipping, but all my my feet are like still like going uh, back and forth, and then he just like completely goes airborne, sure. and then just falls flat on his face, and then the whole uh, like costume like deflates around him. It's incredible. Oh, that's fun. Um, yeah, yeah, very fun. No, the Raptor's the best. Yeah. All right, now let's talk fan bases. Let's talk crowds, the whole mm-hmm. thing. Um, uh, and, and maybe part of this conversation will also, I feel like, include uh, like arena. Like we should think about the fan base at the arena, right? Like right. about the, the vibe Jurassic, of the arena. So this means like Jurassic Park. This means Oracle Arena yeah. in the Bay Area, right? Um, how, do we, how, do we, how do we slice this one up? So we have the, the, the fans at Scotiabank Arena in Toronto, at Jurassic Park, and then the fans at uh, Oracle Arena in, in the Bay Area in uh, San Francisco, Oakland. Right. Well, they're, they're in Oakland right now is the yes. final season in that arena, and then they're, they're changing uh, next, next year to, um, to the San Francisco one. That's right. 
Uh, I mean, I, I, I'll let you go first. I want to hear your thoughts. Look, I think back to the Bucks, and I think back. I mean, I, I think back to actually not just the the Bucks series that we just that we just had uh, last week, the last ten days. I think back to the last several years, frankly, of Raptors games, mm-hmm. and you know. I think a theme that I keep coming back to with this team is how hungry this the Raptors want it. Yeah, uh, how hungry they are, how much it would mean for the city, how badly they want basketball, how badly they want basketball to work in that city. That that arena, you know, during Game Six, they began the stadium. That uh, they, they began the game by saying like this felt like a college atmosphere. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm pro Raptors here. I'm pro Toronto. Um, I, I just feel like they it's an eclectic fan base. Um, without even talking too much about the city. Uh, it's just it's it's a diverse it's a diverse audience. Um, mm-hmm. When you see like who's at the game, yeah, I just I, I dig the crowd, man. I, I think it's a fun arena. It's loud. Those fans want it. They are hanging on Kawhi's every move. And uh, frankly, I think you know the the fans in in Golden State they've been spoiled. You know, like they've maybe they've been resting on their laurels a little bit. You know, I don't know. Yeah. I would say that um, I also lean, lean Toronto. Um, I'll uh, cut at the chase. Um, I think that, like, right, just the, the energy in, in those in, in those games, uh, the home games in Toronto, like, you can just, all the things you said, basically, I, I uh, concur with because it's just, like, yeah, yeah, they're so, like, they're trying so hard. Like you can feel that like feeling of of being like overlooked, of being like, oh yeah, we're like Canadian, like mm-hmm. in an American league. Um, like that's such a huge, massive thing. But the fact that the city actually genuinely loves basketball, um, you know, obviously Canada has the history and all the culture uh, geared around hockey. Um, but like, no, it turns out like even though they're a, a you know, one of the younger franchises, like they really fucking love the sport. Um, uh, thanks in large part to Vince Carter, who like basically single handedly, like made that franchise, um, continue to exist, you know, in the late nineties and early two thousands, um, when they weren't sure if it would. Um, so there's like that, like it, like they've always been like a long shot, kind of like crazy underdog Cinderella type story. Um, and and yeah, like the energy, like they you can you can feel it, like it's all coming to this like culmination, like all for the first time, you know. Yeah. Um, and and it's so exciting, it's so palpable. I love it. Um, on the other side, um, you talk about like uh, the just the type of people, like the diversity of the crowd, um, and I feel like that was also true for Golden State like ten years ago. Yeah. Um, and now, not only do they have, you know, the three championships where they've already seen, you know, like, the 2015 Warriors were the 20, you know, 19 Raptors, where um, it was, like, so so fresh and new and exciting. Um, and Oakland, obviously, is an awesome city with a super, you know, diverse um, and eclectic uh, fan base. And I would, I would also say, like, they, they would match up in that respect. But now, because they've been spoiled by championships, and also um, we have to note that the just like the like fucking like income, uh, yeah. uh, like average income like of that fan going base to these games. Really? It, it, it's Silicon Valley guys, it's and it's tech, only going to get worse. It's tech CEOs. You know? Yeah, it's only going to get worse next season when they move to San Francisco. Yeah. Um, 
away from Oakland, and yeah, it sucks. I mean, people have have talked about it before and lamented it before, um, but it sucks that a lot of the people that used to go to Warriors games just literally can't afford tickets anymore. I mean, that's true of, of almost every team. But I feel like it's it's really stark. Um, I mean, it's the Zuckerbergs you know, of the world, right? Like, do you want to do you want to be rooting for Zuckerberg, or do you yeah. want to be, or do you want to be on Team Canada here? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And Jurassic Park is awesome. I don't think Golden State has no. has has an equivalent there. Yes, I don't know what they do for like outside uh, viewing parties and stuff. But it's not fucking Jurassic Park. I mean, that's, that's awesome right. and has a very cool name. Uh, Drake's involvement notwithstanding. That's right. um, so yeah, let's let's go Toronto on that. Okay. Next up, we have jerseys. Um, mm. Let's. I. This is. This is a very difficult conversation for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> There's been some history here. So, I would say we need to start with the current jersey. I think we both. You know, we. I know for a fact we both have a significant attachment to the cartoon um, jersey, the cartoon sure. raptor jersey. Um, but I think for purposes of this NBA Finals, we need to talk about the current slate of the Raptors jersey and mm-hmm. the current slate of the Warriors jersey. So let's begin with the Raptors. Um, we saw, I think, I think primarily we saw the red, uh, the red and white jerseys. Uh, yeah, have they busted the out the blacks yet at I all? I think they have. Maybe one game against the Bucks. They have. I'm not. I'm not totally sure. But yeah. I, I feel like in in my memory for the of of the last like couple of weeks, it's been a lot of a lot of the red jer- yeah. Raptors jersey and the white Raptors jersey on on uh, on the road, and mm-hmm. um, yeah, man. So I I'm torn here. I'm torn. I I, I think those Raptors jerseys are cool and they're kind of underrated. Um, they're simple. Well, they're underrated and they're understated. I would say. Yeah, that, that it's almost like they're a response to the the earlier uh, iteration where yes. they're like, let's not do that. Like, let's just you know, kind of go in the opposite direction, um, which is kind of sad. You know, I, I you know, I think <laughs> that uh, we would love to see year, the dinosaur embraced. Yeah, I mean, the dinosaur. Like, I'm looking at it now, and it's still. There's nothing insane that that, yeah. that this jersey existed in a, on a professional sports team. It's a cartoon dinosaur dribbling a basketball. It's... Yeah, it was incredible. <laughs> man. I mean, it was, like, you know, I, I also think something that we're not we're kind of beating around the bush here, and yeah. I think we have been for some time, is that this was a purple. This is a purple a jersey with a dinosaur circa like Barney. This is Barney era TV was happening. Yeah, as purple. the rap, you can't as, get you can't you can't get away from the purple. Like purple was in the air. Dinosaurs were in the air. Barney was on TV, and these guys were professional basketball players. Mm-hmm. Uh, and 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 there was just a lot of there was a lot of Barney like love in the air, and I mean. It's it is a shame that they that they have left behind the dinosaur, the cartoon dinosaur. I mean, it's always going to be in their DNA. There's no way they can of escape course. it fully. But but clearly, the the current jersey is a a very strong um, move away from that uh, that whole um, you know image. Um, I'm only now kind of realizing this, or it's only now like sort of hitting me. But so the raptor or the the dinosaur on the original Raptors jersey. Is himself wearing a basketball uniform. Look at that, um, and it has a big purple R, R. as the entire symbol. Um, I almost 
feel like the best possible Raptors jersey in the future mm-hmm. would just be that white jersey with the big purple R. How how cool would that be as like a little throwback? Yeah, you know, kind of like deep cut. Like deep cut. Let's see. Let's see if you guys pick up on this kind of thing. That we are actually wearing the jersey that the cartoon Raptor was wearing. I mean, how many NBA jerseys have a, another Letter. jersey on the jersey? <laughs> That's, That's what I'm wondering. Yeah, dude, you know? that is a that is a deep cut. That is kind of a cut. yeah, kind of kind of fucking with my mind right now. All right, anyway, let's talk about let's talk about the other uh, side of the aisle. So with the Warriors, where where do we stand here? How do you feel about this Warriors jersey? I feel like they primarily roll out the white and the blue. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, home home and road. Uh, sometimes they'll sprinkle in that gold that gold uh, yellow jersey. Right, the Warriors with the, with the, the bay. Coast. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that well, or is the Bay the city ed- or the I forget the city edition or the fucking earned, winners edition, earned edition. Earned edition. Yeah, I can't keep them straight. I know. Um, but, but right, the main one is the is the blue and gold. Uh, honestly, I'm a I'm a pretty big fan. I think Me these too. are some real sharp looking jerseys. Yep. I love blue and yellow as a color combination in general. Um, it's just very classy, very like it's just a, a solid. Like you really can't fuck that up. Um, and it's a good shade of blue and a good shade of yellow. The it's the circle blue, with the man. with it's the bridge a, yeah. is uh, is a throwback to the one of their earlier like um, the franchise's like earliest jerseys if I'm not mistaken mm-hmm. like I think in the 60s they had that's right a uh, a similar logo um, so yeah I don't know I I would say put hmm. me down for Warriors yeah I think I mean, currently you... if if we're talking 2019 it's Warriors yeah. if we're talking. 96 obviously we know what we yeah. know what I mean we if are. they if 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 at any point they break out the vintage warriors uh, the vintage yeah. raptors jerseys we can Did I use. did I did I dream that this that they actually did that once this year did they have a throwback night with the 96 jerseys or did that oh, not was man. that like totally I don't oh, know if I just man. literally dreamt that or if that happened No dude I definitely sent you I don't know if it was a photoshop that I found of like mm. Kawhi and like a vintage Raptors. Yeah, maybe, maybe it was literally like some fan fiction shit. Yeah, I think it was fan on, on Twitter. Um, yeah, but goddamn it, one of these one of these years they have to do that. Yeah, just bring it back. You if know, they, just... if they're smart, they'll do it. Yeah. All right, let's talk about the the cities. So uh, Toronto and Oakland, right? And um, yeah, man, um, have you have you first of all have you been to either place? I have not been to either. Um, okay. Sad, sadly, I've been to um, Oakland. I've never been to Toronto. I've been to Montreal, and I um, once flew into San Francisco Airport and then picked up a rental car there. Yeah. And drove out of that city. Uh, that is um, uh, unfortunately my only experience with either. Um, okay. I'm still going to lean Toronto on this one. Yeah. It, that might be controversial. Tell me why. As an as an American. I mean, everything that it's almost like I almost don't. I almost want to lean against Toronto because every other fucking NBA reporter um, says that Toronto's so great and everyone's gonna love it if they ever visit. And it's getting a little tiresome. I mean, between right. like Zach Lowe right. and fucking Kevin Arnovitz, like Masai and, Ujiri is clearly like has these guys on payroll. I mean, Jesus Christ! Yeah, you're not a you're not a travel agent. You're an right. NBA reporter. Like exactly. we get it. It's a city. It's got restaurants. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm sure if I ever visit, I'll have a fine time. Uh, you don't need to fucking force it down my throat. Um, however, it does seem like a very very cool city. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe like all that brainwashing has just worked on me. Um, but um, yeah, I mean, Oakland also seems like a very cool city. Oakland's I, a I great think, place. Yeah. Um, San Francisco, I think I'm less inclined to mm-hmm. 
kind of appreciate just because it's so expensive and I, I don't like hills. That's, um, that's a theme, I think, now that we're coming back to in this uh, editorial and, and yeah. uh, board endorsement pod. Yeah, here, yeah. Is that like... Income inequality is a major campaign issue for yes. us, it turns out. <laughs> yes, and there's a, there is a changing of the guard with this, yeah. uh, with this uh, Warriors franchise, the, g- I mean, the gap is widening. Yeah, man, they're they're moving from Oakland to San Francisco, and inherently yeah. that comes with a set of you know things, in- mm-hmm, including mm-hmm. you know uh, global conglomerates uh, trying mm-hmm. to take over the world, and you know we need to be cognizant of that. I mean, listen, Joe Lacob, um, you know the uh, the the owner of the Warriors is. I mean, I don't know. It, I guess it's kind of silly to, to even get into it because every obviously every sure. NBA owner is a multi-billionaire. Yes. So, um, but uh, but yeah. Anyway, we can we can move on. Probably. Okay. Okay. Uh, all right. So we're casting our vote for Toronto, the city of Toronto. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I mean, not like don't feel super strongly, but I'll 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 lean Toronto on that one. I I feel pretty strongly. I feel pretty strongly about Toronto. I feel like it's yeah. it's an eclectic place. Um, it's underrated. It's it's uh, they are trying to make the sport of basketball happen in their city. Right. They have won nothing um, yeah. from a basketball perspective. They and and uh, they they wore purple for many years. Yeah. And well, now we're getting more into history than true. than the city uh, proper. So so let's move to our next category. Thank here. you. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Let's <laughs> moving on. Moving on to the coaches, uh, Coach Dork versus Coach Kerr. Wow. Um, uh, let's go. Let's hash it out. Where where do we fall? I mean, Steve Kerr seems like a really nice guy. Yeah. Um, obviously a legendary Smart coach. Three-time guy. NBA champion as a coach. Uh, I believe three-time NBA champion as a player. Uh, of course, with his bull- no, maybe four-time. with the- He won one with the Spurs, too, if I'm yep. not mistaken. Yep. Right? Um, the dude's a winner, uh, of course. And, uh, yeah, just seems like a genuinely great dude. Uh, one thing he has not done... Is one a fucking beef with the rapper Drake, uh, and that is something <laughs> that Nick Nurse, the head coach of the Toronto Raptors, has unequivocally done. Um, and I mean, you know, I don't know how much value you place on that, but you know, Drake isn't uh, exactly like uh, Suge Knight. Uh, uh, you know, when it comes to yeah. to guys you, you want to beef with or not beef with, but. The fact is that uh, the dork put that man uh, six feet place. deep. So in his yeah, place. yeah. All right. Uh, so uh, just a stat correction here. So Steve Kerr has won eight NBA championships. Five, Good God. Five as a player. Five three, as a player. So three as a coach. Two, it was two with the Spurs, not one. Uh, I think it was three with the Bulls, two with the Spurs. Three with the Bulls, two with the Spurs. Yeah. Yep. 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 Um. Man, I will say Coach Kerr is someone that I have deep, deep respect for. Uh, yeah. I think he is someone that has sort of been lost a bit in the success of the organization in the last three, four years. He totally has been. Um, I mean, what does he want Coach of the Year like once? You know, he's someone that I also really admire uh, his his willingness to be politically outspoken and thoughtful like he's not afraid to right. speak his mind yeah um he's kind of been on the forefront of like you know being at being an advocate for players advocate advocating for players like speaking their their mind and um he's just a guy that i have a lot of respect for 
the way he's managed the high-profile players on the Warriors, whether it's Draymond, who has, like, this outsized personality. He's kind of, mm-hmm. you know, he's, like, a very, uh, I don't know, I, w- I wouldn't call him a hothead, but, like, he's just, he's a difficult player, I would imagine, to sometimes coach. Oh, yeah, he's managed yeah. to integrate um, Durant into the team, uh, managed to sort of shepherd Steph Curry, who is, you know, I, I don't know, wouldn't, wouldn't we say that, like, Steph Curry is the richest man's possible version of Steve Kerr. Like, you know, like Steve Kerr is the perfect coach for Steph Curry because oh, yeah. he is like a three-point specialist, right? Like Kerr, mm-hmm. Steve Kerr is one of the great three-point shooters of all time uh, in NBA. Uh, I, I believe the uh, actual leader in three-point percentage, um, you know, given a certain number of attempts or something like that uh, uh, in like NBA history. Oh, Steve Kerr. Yeah, Steve Kerr has the highest career three-point percentage, 45.4% in NBA history of any player without with at least 250 three-point attempts. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty that's pretty good. Pretty crazy. Um, so we have Coach Kerr on that side of the aisle, and then we have Coach Dork. Um, the Dork, obviously, we we've spoken at length about on this podcast. We we love Nick Nurse. Um, he obviously has stood down. Um, he's stood down Drake. You know, he's put Drake in his place. He is a first-time coach, uh, first-time head coach. He uh, previously had stints all around the world. He coached in the D League with the Rio Grande Valley Vipers. He received a massage while on the sideline from Drake. Mm-hmm. Um, he was uh, famously a uh, an assistant under Dwayne Casey. We can't forget, you know, what was it? Ben, do you remember this game? One of the first games of the year, uh, I believe it was a night w- uh, in which TNT was honoring Craig Sager. The dork actually wore like an electric blue blazer. Yeah, Does that I do remember about? that. Yeah yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, they all wore like suits in tribute to Sager. Yeah. Yes. And uh, um, awesome, also, like, awesome move. he's just legendary for his his uh, in-game interviews. Obviously, on Mother's Day, he gives all the mothers yep. a shout-out. Wishing out. all of the mothers a great day on Mother's Day, yeah. which melted our hearts as a nation. And he just has some of the best facial reactions in the game today. Uh, Fantastic just, faces. Yeah, man. He just always seems to, where his jaw is, like, on the floor. He's mm-hmm. always, like, completely surprised. Um, I think it's also important to point out that not only did he receive a shoulder massage from Drake, mm-hmm. he later claimed that he did not feel the feel massage. Yeah. He was like, uh, no, I don't know. I don't think it ever happened. I, or, you know, whatever. I'll, I'll believe you if you tell me it happened. But I was so locked in in the moment uh, to what was happening in the game that I literally didn't even notice it, which is one of the greatest owns of all time. Like, Drake gave you a, sh- a shoulder massage, and you're saying, I don't know, I didn't feel it. Dude, I'm like, totally that's, torn. I'm totally that's torn. That's so badass. I, I, I don't know where to come down here. Drake for, I mean, Kerr versus Dork. Yeah, I mean, I think Kerr is like the sort of the mainstream consensus pick. Yes. Um, I mean, he is the guy carrying uh, Greg Popovich's mantle, like into like you know the next era. Um, by the way, for the record, he is one Coach of the Year just once. Um, mm-hmm during their 73 and 9 season in 2016 um uh yeah he's totally overlooked um because he has so much fucking talent much like phil jackson who only won coach of the year once um Mm. 
but probably deserved it. I would have to guess some more than that, considering he won what nine championships. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. It's just I like mean, it's, you know, it's, he, it's it's the Jedi Master, you know, versus the pupil. You know, it's it's you know, Kerr 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 has done this, man. Like he has, he yeah. has eight. What do we say? Eight championship rings under his belt, and the Doric is here for the first time. You know, right? I'm still gonna go. I just feel like I'm I'm gonna have to lean Dork because that's. Wow. Like he's he's the one wow. that we're talking about wow. right now, wow. you know. Like this like, is his moment. What have you done for me lately, Steve Kerr? This you know, is like his yeah, moment. yeah. You know, you you are who you are, and I love you. Um, but 2019 is is the year of the dork. This is shocking, and I have to say, you know, from like you know, if 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 this was CNN right now, this would be Florida going to Trump, or you know, yeah. what I mean? like when breaking news banner, breaking yeah. news. You know, like Florida has, like it is. We are reporting now that OTL Florida endorses is going, Dork. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, because right now we're this is a heavy. This is a heavy. That was a, that was definitely a toss-up state, dude. This was a major. This was a major battleground state. Battleground yeah. state. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Damn. Holy <laughs> huge, shit. Huge win. I mean, that, that tell me major. if you disagree. I no, don't know if no, you. No. No. We, we I, can have ties too, right? No. Uh. Yeah. And I. And, In these categories. And like, and like I said, I mean, it, it's all. You know, this is all just a guidepost for our final sure, sure. decision. But yeah. um, I think that is a major victory for those pulling for Toronto at home. Yeah, um, yeah. Because it is looking really promising right now between mascot, crowd, city, and now. Well, coach. hey, we got we still have some categories so, left here, so right. let's keep moving. Let's move on to celebrity fan, signature fan on mm. the Toronto side of the ledger. Obviously, we have Drake. It begins and ends with Drake. Yep, and on the Golden State Isle, let me offer you some uh, some options. Some yeah, I was gonna say they don't have a single one. I'm trying to think. My, I'm actually drawing a blank. Got a couple on any. for you. Well, I got okay. a couple for you. Let me know if any of these contend with Drake. Yeah. Number one, first out of the shoot, I'm gonna give you George Lucas, film director George okay. Lucas. Not bad. All right, big big Dubs fan. All right. Okay. Okay. Next up, I'm going to give you Hollywood actress Jessica Alba. Oh, okay. Jessica okay. Alba. Sure. I remember her. Yep. Next up, I'm going to give you acid rocker Carlos Santana. Oh, of course. The San Francisco native. Uh, wow. Didn't know he was a big Hoops fan. But and I'm going wow. to close out with maybe my strongest one that I have on the board. Hang on out. All right. Tell me, all right. It's I, my, my finisher. I, it's my closer. Okay. It's my closer. Can you get? All right. I almost. I want to. I almost want to guess it, but I don't want to jump. Jump the gun here. I'll let you go. You can't touch this. It's MC Hammer. MC Hammer. Wow. I was not expecting that. Of course, Oakland native yep. himself. Uh, shit. That is really strong. Just you guys curiosity, that are sh- out of showing up to games. Out of curiosity, who did you? Who were you thinking in the back of your head? Well. Uh, so when you say MC Hammer, in my mind, I think of Nate Duncan, oh, wow. oh my God. <laughs> who definitely is a Warriors fan. Yeah. I mean, li- li- like you know, he's a, a, a reporter and yeah. a podcaster oh, of Nate, great fame. Nate is but completely you know, in the conversation. But you know that he's a big time Dubs fan. I mean, he, he he lives in San Francisco, and um, uh, yeah, I mean, gosh, I would have to go. I would I would lean Warriors on this one. Really. I mean, any, any, I mean, honestly, like, if it's, 
fucking George Lucas versus Drake. I'm going Lucas, um, and all those other people. Honestly, are just I'm going with Hammer over Drake as well. I'm going. I'm going Duncan over Drake. I'm going, I'm going Alba over Drake. Give me mm, Santana. Yeah, I'm going over Santana Drake. for yeah, sure. I'd love a Duncan over um, Drake. Okay. I was a huge Santana fan in high school. Me too. Me too. Um, Me too. Yeah, right. I love that guy. Yeah. So I am putting us down for Golden State Warriors. From yeah, that's an easy fan. one. All right, yeah. now we're talking bench mob. Mm. Let's talk about Jeremy Lin. Let's talk <laughs> about Freddie V. Wait, Jer- Jeremy Lamb. Jeremy Lin. Jeremy Lin. Oh, Lin. Sorry, he said Lamb. Jeremy Lin. Yeah, Lin. Of course, Lin Sanity. Yep. In the finals. <laughs> Freddie Van Vliet has been coming off the bench at times. Carmelo Anthony not in the finals. Jeremy Lin <laughs> in the fucking finals. That's right. How about that? That's right. Serge Ibaka to me is one of the more fascinating mm. players in the finals. Yep. I was mean, a starter, I, I could now not a bench be player. More happy for Serge. I could not. Yeah, be we love more Serge. Happy for for his cooking show. How hungry are you? We could mm. not be more happy for the audience of how hungry are you. It's funny because that actually that name really applies so aptly to the Toronto fan base. That's right. Right. That's right. That's right. The answer is very hungry. Norman Powell, OG Ananobi, mm. Patrick McCaw, Jody Meeks. That's primarily who we're talking about from a bench mob perspective with these guys. I mean, Surge is great. For me, it begins and ends with, with FVV. Of course. Um, so, you know, that's really all I need to think about. But let's go to the Golden State side real quick. The Golden State bench. Let's talk about Andrew Bogut. Mm. We're talking about Alfonso McKinney, mm-hmm. Kayvon Looney. We're talking. Oh, about, is he not a? He's not a starter these days. I guess he is a starter. Yeah. Oh right. Well, with Boogie, yeah, he wasn't, but yeah, now, now he is. Yeah. That's right. That's right. And of course, you're beloved. Mm. You're beloved. Your son. Now we're getting hot. Now we're getting hot. One and only. Your, yep. Your child. Jordan, now we're getting closer. Jordan Bell. JB. And we also have Sean Livingston, Jonas Drebko, Quinn Cook. I mean, mm. this is a hell of a bench, man. Iguodala, too. Did you mention him? Iguodala, that's right. Yeah. Um, Finals MVP, Andre Iguodala. Gosh, um, you know, I, I, I'll I, be honest. I was not expecting to cast my vote for Golden State, but I'm leaning Golden State right now, and you're going to have really? a little... Really? Yeah, you're going to have a little bit of work cut out for you if you'd like me wow. to... If you'd like to flip me... Um, can I ask who who's driving that? Is it is it Jordan or is it Jonas? It's Jordan. Yeah. It's Jordan. Yeah, it's Jordan. Of course it's Jordan. It's Jordan. Yeah. I mean um, I mean it doesn't help that we have um, alt-right hero Andrew Bogut on on the bench. Yeah, that's a pretty big drag. Uh, I, I'm not going to lie. That is a massive massive for, negative. For me, I mean I'm also a fan though of Sean Livingston. I love Sean Livingston's game. Yeah, uh, like Shawnee. I love the hair on Quinn Cook. And then there's mm-hmm. Jordan, you know, Jordan, who Jordan. is so just exuberant. So near and dear game. to our hearts. He plays the um, game the way we love. He plays it with energy, with passion. Uh, yeah. A, a mini Draymond, you might call him. A mini Draymond, uh, been in the doghouse all season long. That's We're not right. really sure why, mostly because he's a knucklehead and mm-hmm. doesn't really seem to give too much of a shit. That's um, right. But what a fucking thrill on the court. Um, could f- could fly from just inside the free throw line for a slam dunk. Could do the same thing and miss that same slam dunk. Um, you know he's uh, <laughs> he's a thrill a minute. He's always um, you know y- you never know what you're gonna get, but you're always gonna be uh, glued to your screen with Jordan. Um, yeah, man, that's tough. I, I still though, dude, Freddie Van Vliet, <laughs> Serge, Freddie, OG, Norm. Yeah, I mean that's pretty. Good. I mean, and and OG of course hasn't been playing with his um, that's what right, happened to me that he had. Yeah, 
um, and had a had a really rough season with some some personal issues. I think he had some losses uh, or a, a major loss in his family. Uh, really tough year for him. Um, but man, am I pulling for that guy? Um, uh, love his game. Yeah, I don't know. Like just watching Freddie come back from the dead. Like he was like on the scrap heap. It was like where what happened to this guy like i I thought he was injured um i mean he was injured earlier in the season i thought maybe it was like lingering i didn't know what was going on uh you know then he had he get you know his uh significant other gave birth to a child he's now a father uh and he you know when when most people when i had my kid i wanted to just you know sleep and do nothing for six months which is pretty much what i did um, and this guy comes out and shoots what 14 of 17 from three over the final three games of the uh, Eastern Conference Finals to carry his team, or at least co-carry them. You know, with Kawhi Leonard, pretty important. But uh, yeah, man, Jesus, this is tough. This is tough. Uh, I'm ra- I'm rambling because I don't have a, a decisive um, victor in my head. So I'm going to lean Toronto and let you lean Golden State, and we'll give this one a toss-up. How about that? Let's come back. I think right yeah. now we are undecided. That could be a tiebreaker category. I mean, this is if we thrilling for the audience. This is, yeah, this really, is the sort this of is stuff th- they dream about. Neck and neck down the stretch. All right, let's move on to marquee star player. On the Toronto ledger, who do we have? Kawhi Leonard. I think fair to say that is a, 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 Pretty star, safe choice. a star player. Yep. And on the Golden State side, we have... Well, hang on now. This is important. Who is their star player? Great question. That's the, that's the question, right? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I mean, I guess... We, have we answered uh, our own question? Hmm, maybe. Maybe, yeah, you know what? Maybe instead of going down this rabbit hole, maybe we just leave it at that and say we've answered the question. We don't know who the star player of Golden State is. If we don't know who the star player of Golden State is, then isn't this yeah. Victory Toronto? And. And guess what? Whoever it is, they're going up against Kawhi Leonard. That's right. And right and right now, my heart is with one man, and it's and it's Kawhi. I mean, let's say uh, I I feel like um, you know I, I I feel like the NBA journalistic community at large would say Durant's the best player on that team. If yeah. you're asking me, gun to your head, you know who would you rather have for a seven game series, Leonard or or Durant? I mean, it's, it's, listen, it's very close, but I mean, after what we just saw Kawhi Leonard do. Well, so here's the thing that's going to be, that's going to be so interesting about the series is we just watched what Kawhi did to Giannis. And, um, it, uh, it makes me think of a great, um, stat that Kurt Goldsberry, um, tweeted out a couple days ago. That's right. You showed me um, this. where it was Giannis points per 100 possessions by defender with a minimum, minimum of a hundred matchups. Uh, number eight was Embiid with 51 points per 100. Uh, seven was Al Horford at 40. Six, that young. Five, Noah Vonley. Um, now, this is for, I guess, the entire 2018-19 uh, season, including playoffs, I'm guessing, because obviously Noah Vonley, as a member of the Knicks, wasn't in the playoffs. Um, anyway, four was Pascal Siakam. Three was Marvin Williams. Two was Blake Griffin at 31.2. Number one was Kawhi Leonard at 15.9. Wow. Um which is half of the second place guy. Um, yeah, so like whoever Kawhi has to guard, he's gonna probably do that. Considering Giannis is you know one of the biggest, most powerful forces in the entire league, 
Um, and that's what happened. But then my question is, if this were a full, healthy Golden State mm. squad, it would be pretty obvious, like, oh, well, Kawhi will guard Durant. And that'll be one of the great matchups and rivalries right. probably in NBA his, you know, finals history. Right. But without Durant around, who is Kawhi going to be guarding? Like, he can't chase Steph Curry around, obviously. Like, is he just going to be kind of a floating, like, you know... Free safety kind of thing? Free safety kind of guy, yeah. Like, I don't know That'd how you... very interesting. Like, that uh, sort of advantage, that defensive advantage, is, like, so powerful if it's harnessed into the right place, which it was perfectly for the Milwaukee series. But I feel like all the energy doesn't really have a place to go against Golden State, you know? Yeah, yeah. There's not one. I mean, it's clear... not like a bad. It's not like a no. Like a, but it's a point, good problem to have. Your point is a good one, which is there isn't necessarily one clear guy that he's gonna shut down. Um, yeah, and... I mean, maybe he'll guard Clay, and just like Clay won't be able to ever have an open three. I don't know. Like, what would be fascinating he'll... would be to see him. What would be fascinating would it would be if he was the antidote to Curry when Curry gets hot. So like. If yeah. there's always kind of that quarter where Curry just goes ballistic, right? Right. And if once we like, start seeing that happen... For one quarter, Kawhi, you're not letting that happen. Yeah, it would be really cool if as soon as that started to happen, Nurse calls timeout and just says, Kawhi, that's your man now. Make it stop. Right, right. Just make the bleeding stop. Right. Yeah. Because so, part of you is like, oh, well, maybe Kawhi could guard uh, Draymond, which would actually be a yeah. really interesting matchup. I think but if Draymond's playing... But, but if he's playing five, then, you know, if, if Kawhi's guarding Draymond, that means like... Mark Gasol is guarding, yeah. you know, who? Like, fucking, I don't know, Jonas Repka or something? Like, it wouldn't really make yeah. that much sense. I don't know. It'll be very interesting to see. Yes, um, for sure. But I don't even remember what category we're on right now. We're on but, marquee uh, star player. Right, yeah. Yeah, but, so yeah, I think I, I think we're both at the point where it's advantage Toronto, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, great. And the last and final category is historical stakes. Who Whew. is the franchise that winning this NBA championship would mean the most to? Would it be Toronto or Golden State? Well, if we're talking about that sort of narrow question, it's obviously Toronto. But I feel like historical stakes is like kind of a bigger question because of the incredibly unique um, nature of, of this Golden State team where they're going for their third straight title, uh, and they're fourth in five years. Um, and this is also their fifth straight finals appearance, which hasn't been done since the Bill Russell Celtics. Um, they are already a historic team. If they win their third in a row, they'll be just that much more historic. So it's not like, like even though you're like, oh, whatever, they've already won so many rings, this one doesn't really matter. Like It actually does for like you know history books and record books and like all like the stakes are actually yeah. already very high for them if they really want to go down as like potentially the greatest team of all time hey, which man, is like, like this is how legacies are made whether it's yeah I, um, your legacy is i helped the the toronto raptors franchise win their first ever nba championship or my legacy yeah. is i i was a part of a a, a team that won four or five championships and won yeah. three in a row like what might actually go down as literally the best team in NBA history. Like it's an argument, you know, like they'll be up there with Jordan's Bulls and Russell's Celtics and whatever Shaq's Lakers. Um, Like they already kind of are, but like if they win this one and then on top of that, you have the, the no Durant uh, situation where it's like suddenly even so much more intriguing to, to be like, what does it mean if they win a title without Kevin Durant? 
like what does it mean for him what does it mean for them um or what if you know what if they they drop you know a game or two and then durant comes back and leads them to victory what does it mean for them then you know like there's so many like legacy questions i mean we've never seen an nba championship team punish their mvp player by not allowing him to play i mean that would be truly (laughs) historically significant if the warriors won a title and forced durant to sit on the bench and only allowed him (laughs) to play 10 minutes a night with bench players that would be truly historically significant i mean i mean if we could get it to happen i feel confident that that would be more significant than even the raptors winning an nba title like if durant comes out in the fourth quarter and like scores his first bucket of the series and the entire durant uh, averages six points a game in this and the, in this and the entire starting lineup of, yeah. of the warriors like stands up and gives him a, a standing ovation yes. as like a ceremonial gesture yes like uh like if we durant really averages for you. six two and one for the series that is more significant to me than the raptors winning the title right yeah that's what i'm saying this is this is a fucking toss-up for me i really i mean i didn't this is i mean you walked i mean you've really talked me into this one i didn't i wasn't i wasn't prepared for this i thought this was i thought this was a slam dunk toronto but right because how could it not be it's their first you know appearance in the finals it's Kawhi as like you know the the fucking you know, mercenary, like one year rental, you know, let's see if it's worth it. Let's see if the gamble is going to pay off. There's so, so much going on. Of course, if he does win a championship, does that mean he'll stay in Toronto? I I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there's so much fucking riding on it. The whole future of the franchise um, is riding on this. And, and then on the other side, you know, basically the same thing is the case is true for, for Golden State. I don't know. Yeah, uh, I, I mean, I don't think that, that Durant would ever stay if they win, obviously. I don't uh, know, man. I, I just feel like w- whether whether Golden State wins or loses, there's going to be a narrative spun for, well, this is why Durant will, will do what he's going to do. You know, There's I mean? just going to be so much fucking content spun off of whatever happens yeah. um, and so many takes. Should we, should we talk quickly? I know we're, we're nearing our, our mm-hmm. decision here, but a quick aside about Durant and like kind of how we feel about him personally because yes. we we texted we a little bit about this. Lot, yeah. He gave a, a little press conference, a little press uh, media availability what 2 days ago now um, where they actually asked him specifically like how do you feel about, you know, people in the media or you know um, kind of like on on social media or whatever like talking about how like oh this team's better without you blah 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 and he gave like a very like honest and very blunt and I think very smart and kind of insightful answer where he was like of course I hear it like I I I understand you know people thinking that you know this team is more fun to watch without me but like my teammates and the people in this organization like know what I've done Mm. um like we don't need to like I don't really uh, I don't know like he just kind of um kind of like brought to the fore the fact that like this guy just came here and fucking won that's all he He ever did and people are like shitting on him and like making fun of him and like you know whatever he like doesn't help his own case with his social media activity but whatever it's not like he's like Mm -hmm. doing terrible things he's on twitter he's like a fucking guy on twitter he's yeah yeah exactly and it really kind of made me feel for him and obviously we've had our own fun (laughs) on this episode and others talking about him and his and this like insane situation kevin but like deep down in your heart like 
how do you feel? And, and, and then on top of that, it's like, he could be our future. He could be the future you know. of our team. Yeah. So there's a lot, there's a lot riding on this, like for him and for us emotionally. Uh, yeah. It's I will very, say this. very fraught. I will say this. I want to see, I want to see the Warriors be as fun as possible. I also mm-hmm. feel like uh, part of the Warriors being fun would would involve them punishing Kevin Durant. <laughs> um, I think that would just be fun for everyone to see uh, and perplexing, <laughs> and it would just be fascinating. And I'm always we're talking about like a like a dis- disciplinary action, like you're being benched. Yes, like you're healthy, you're good to go, but you're, we're benching you. We know you're the best player in the NBA, but you're <laughs> gonna be only playing ten minutes a game uh, for the for the crimes you've committed against our organization. <laughs> for the crimes against for, for the, your yeah. for your conduct and behavior on the court and off the court. <laughs> That's frankly, right. That's right. Um, we're gonna be punishing you. Yeah. So I would like to see him be punished, um, <laughs> but also. I, but also I want to see him succeed. I mean, he's great. I mean, he's he's an incredible player. I want to see him play. I I, I truthfully uh, probably want to see him come back and average thirty or forty points a game, but feel very insecure about whether his teammates like like are happy that he did that. Yeah, um, I just so crazy. It's so crazy, Such and a, interesting, and weird. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's the psychologist, like fucking, like I don't know, like yeah. m- like gold mine right here. Like there's just so much going on. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, let's let's come to a conclusion here with our. Yeah, what is the tail? What is the tail of the tape here? How do we? So what's our tally? I'm gonna add this up. So I have one, two, three, four, five, six for Toronto. Ooh. I have for Golden State. There are a couple undecided. So. Golden yeah, State. Yeah, we had a couple ties. I have two for Golden State. And then our undecideds were our undecideds were bench mob. Mm-hmm. And mm. I mean the co- I, I put down uh Coach Dork over Coach Kerr uh, as a, yeah, as I think a that Toronto was... victory. Yeah. Um yeah. so the only thing we're undecided on is is the bench mob. Um well in the final did we actually come down somewhere on the final category? The f- oh, historical significance. Historical stakes. No, no, we did not. I'm sorry. So we are. Yeah, we are that feels like a toss-up to me. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. So, so it's it's five-two and two toss-ups or three toss-ups. Five-two with two toss-ups. We are we are tossing up bench mm. mob and historical stakes. So even if those both leaned Golden State, it's five-four. Five, but we haven't talked about the whole weighting of the categories. Yeah. yeah. Um, Again, this is. I don't think we need to. You know, we we don't we need to make a decision independent of these categories. These categories, yeah, are yeah. Just these are just guide guideposts, guide right, right? Yeah. Um, wow. I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna let you take the floor. I just don't. I'm I still... mean, maybe it isn't maybe it isn't totally e- even um, necessary that we come to a firm answer with the uh, toss up categories. Mm-hmm. Uh, just the fact that they're that they are toss-up categories informs the degree to which we weight them, right? Yeah, um, I mean they're they're big ones for sure. I mean I think the last categories are arguably the most significant of all. Like that that should yeah. be worth you know Historical a stakes. good thirty thirty percent of, of of what we're talking about here. Yeah, you know if, I feel I feel pretty strongly actually Ben that Toronto should win historical stakes. Yeah, here's why. If Kawhi Leonard 
were to unseat the potentially one of the, I don't know, three, four greatest uh, teams in NBA history and sort of put the wheels in motion for that team disbanding for them, punishing Kevin and not offering him a contract in free agency and not playing him in the NBA finals. And then, and then winning it, and then winning a title, and just, just destroying winning, his market value in free agency exactly. uh, along the way, winning a title for the city of Toronto. And then maybe, I don't know, maybe he stays in Toronto. Maybe there's a whole shift in power, but it doesn't even matter. It doesn't even matter what Kawhi Leonard does in free agency. Frankly, if they were yeah. to just win a championship, um, it would be one of the, I don't know, it would be one of the greater upsets in modern sports history. It would, I, That's true. Immediately comes to mind, would be, it would be right up there with like the Giants beating the Patriots, you know, just, I mean, this is a, this is a Th- pretty... Thank you for that, by the way. I course, appreciate that. Of course. Yep. I mean, this is a pretty significant, it would be a pretty, pretty significant upset. And again, it would be the first championship in the history of the organization. And from a historical standpoint, it would put the wheels in motion potentially likely for you know golden state breaking up that that um that team that's that that's been on such a historical run Mm -hmm. so i feel pretty strongly that the greatest historical stakes lie with toronto Mm -hmm. um they have the most to gain yeah that definitely sounds right to me I'm, i'm not gonna argue with that at all i mean you know like the the Golden State's uh, kind of win or like gain loss uh, calculation is is a I mean, little bit narrower. I think at this point, you know, like, at this point, we're going to talk about Golden State <laughs> in a in 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 a revered, you know, like great great no matter level. what. Yeah, like whether they win this title or not, we're still going to be talking about in thirty forty years. We're still going to be debating like was Jordan were Jordan's Bulls better than Curry and Durant's Warriors or you know like yeah. we'll we'll be having that conversation regardless of this uh, NBA Finals. And obviously, if they were to win this NBA Finals, they uh, it strengthens that case and that argument or whatever. But yeah. they're, they're already in a certain uh, revered conversation already, as is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No doubt. So, so um, I, I, think, I think Toronto has more to gain by winning this series from a historical standpoint. I would, I would agree with that. You've talked me into it. Um, I'm coming down on, on Toronto, and I feel like that does help me kind of swing the entire thing uh, in, in Toronto's favor, honestly. Have you in, are mean, you endorsing a candidate? I, I believe I have reached wow. the point where I can uh, formally endorse a, a candidate um, in, a, in the NBA, in the 2019 NBA Finals. Um, again, I'm doing this not unilaterally. I'm doing this uh, with uh, with your backing oh and your goodness. support. Oh, my goodness. Um, but I think I think we're doing this. We're doing- I think I think I think. Think- on the line podcast is endorsing the Toronto Raptors Holy as smokes. the team you should root for uh, in the 2019 NBA Finals. NBA yeah. Finals, incredible! Wow, yeah. Ben, we've why not? Absolutely, why the fuck not? Absolutely right? Absolutely incredible. Um, this is this is this has been tremendous. Uh, I'm. Thrilled. I mean, Kawhi Leonard, yeah. is the weirdest human being who's maybe ever played. And by weird, I don't mean like no, not in a bad like, way. Like, I mean like so endearing. Like the more I've watched him and like listened to his press, yeah. like post game press conferences, and obviously like we've been like sending each other like clips like back and forth like of you know his past like 
like you know you sent me something from like 2011 when he was like a rookie yes. at, like some like fucking like you know workout with the Raptors with the Raptors who, yeah yeah with the Raptors in 2011 um uh, yeah it's just like he's he's incredible the he's more a you get fucking to know that guy the more endearing he is yeah he's such a an endearing weirdo um he's such a robot but he also has such like a crazy amount of actual personality if you kind of like dig for it a little bit and if you like let yourself appreciate it like he's amazing yeah um, and it's a team of i love it's a him team of weirdos that we love from freddie yeah. v from the dork nick from and we haven't really even talked very much about kyle lowry kyle lowry who, pascal after all, Siakam, all of the stuff yep yeah um you know with with all of lowry's past failures and all the all the people who've shit on him over the years um the fact that he's just like no i'm actually like mm-hmm. yeah i don't know yep yep uh love him we love him we love spicy p pascal siakam obviously we love the hair and danny green we love mm-hmm. we love coach dork um and and coach dorks you know his 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 resisting uh his constant power struggle with drake the rapper um so wow it is a it is a true honor and a privilege i am very excited to announce on the line podcast our first ever endorsement of the toronto raptors and the 2019 nba playoffs we want this is a full-throated wholehearted endorsement we want the audience at home to feel safe and confident in their rooting and we go ahead encourage everyone listeners for the toronto raptors yes you can make your choice now you can go ahead and root for the raptors incredible all right ben tonight thursday night the nba finals kick off this has been as always, so much fun. I think it's going to be a goodness. great series, man. We will be back. I cannot wait. We will be back sometime real soon um, to talk about all the moving parts of, of, of the finals here. And uh, here's to hoping it's a great long series. And uh, I'll talk to you real soon, man. Go Raptors. Go Raptors. See ya. <laughs> Peace. Bye. All right. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Go Raptors. My name's Chris Wendelk, and this is On The Line. You can tweet at me at OnTheLine underscore pod. Find me on Instagram. Check out previous episodes of our website at OnTheLinePodcast.com. Rate, review, subscribe to the show, and stitch your iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get podcasts. Have a great week. Enjoy watching the NBA Finals. Go Raptors, and I'll talk to you next week.